day, fellas. Welcome to Uncensored Advice for Men. My name is Josh. I'm your host. On today's show, we have Dr. Becky Eason, uh, who helps people with their career and health and wellness. And she's going to have a uh, conversation with us guys. And it's going to be fun and provocative. Becky, welcome to the show. Good morning, Josh. How are you today? Oh, I'm freaking awesome. Life's good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Glad to be here. Yeah, glad to have you. So uh, when we were talking, I was like, okay, you know, Dr. Becky, what, what would you like to, you know, talk about? And, and could you repeat it, what you said? You said, grab something. I go said, for it. grab your careers by the balls and go. <laughs> I love your language. So, um, yeah, absolutely. So one of the things that, you know, we've talked about is, you know, guys doing a job that maybe doesn't make them happy. It's just maybe just showing up kind of like based on your experience and based on the clients that you work with, what are you seeing uh, with, when it comes to career, especially with, you know, men, since this is a, a show for men, but what are you, what are we seeing when it comes to work? I'm seeing a lot of men get, you know, 10 or 15 years down the road into a job that they thought they wanted or that they wandered into and kind of stayed and now they're like, holy crap, what am I doing here and what can I do about it? And I'm, I'm seeing, frankly, a lot of fear around doing something about that. You know, they're, they're settled into a job, they're making decent money, and now they don't really know what to do to find happy again. Yeah. Now, yeah. some people, you said wander upon it. Some people kind of get into it. You know, like, how do people you know, based on your experience, how do you guys typically get into that, you know, that career mode, you know, 10 years later, like, how do people get started? And how do they get stuck? Well, I think a lot of them, it starts when they go to college. So they, uh, they thought they wanted to get a business degree, they thought they wanted to be an engineer, everybody said they should get a law degree, whatever it is, they, they pick that field in college, they go get a job doing what they thought they wanted to do. And maybe they did enjoy it for a while, but something has happened such that this is just not where they're happy anymore. There isn't, there isn't bliss there anymore. And, um, and they're feeling stuck. So a lot of them, it's how the career went. Some of them, they just kind of stumble onto it. Maybe they just take a job because they found that job and it was the job they could get at that time. And, and they just stay there out of, I don't know, inertia. They're stuck. Um, and now they're like, wait a minute. I really never intended to be in marketing. And what am I doing in marketing a decade later? So now what? What do I do? Yeah, so now what, right? Um, yeah. And when I was in college, you know, like they were like, all right, choose a career. I'm like, I don't know what the hell I want to do like, exactly. with my whole life. I'm 38. And I'm still figuring it out. I'm still innovating. I'm like, oh, I'll try building businesses and selling this and that. So it's just like, how, right. how are we supposed to know that at 18 years old of what we want to do the rest of our life? Right. I, you know, I am not really eager to trust a bunch of 18 year olds to make decisions <laughs> like that. And yet we ask them to do that all the time. And so, you, you know, you pick that major when you're 18 years old and maybe you change it once or twice in college, but then you stick with it and now you're 25 and you've got that job and now you're 30 and maybe you've gotten a promotion and you're still there and you're not quite sure how you got there or why you're still there. Yeah. 
And I, just, I think there's a lot of fear around that. You know, there are, oh my gosh, I, I thought I wanted to be a lawyer. I spent all that time and money getting a law degree and I am miserable. How do I, how do I get out of that without looking like an ass? You know, how do I leave that behind and not have everybody in my life going, are you freaking insane? You got a law degree and now you think you would rather, you know, work at a homeless shelter. Oh my God, what is up? You know, and that's really scary. It is. All right. So as you're walking through these, uh, you know, these exercises with people, they come to you and they go, listen, I've been an architect. I've been an attorney. I've been a doctor. I've been a whatever. And I've devoted my whole life to it because my parents told me, or, you know, my dad told me to do it. I took out a shit ton of school debt, Mm -hmm. you know, and and I've been doing this. So like, this is how people know me as right. My identity's built on this. Yeah. So then they go, but I'm not happy. So that's where you come in. Where did we go from here? Right. So, there are, there are three different kinds of um, job changes that I typically see when people come to me for coaching. Either you want to do uh, a similar job, but for a different company. Maybe you actually like being an architect, but the company you've been working for for the past decade, they don't really let you be creative or they're focused on commercial and you want to do residential, whatever it is. You still want to be an architect, but you don't want to work for this company. That's one kind of job search. Another one would be you're working for a large corporation and you like that corporation, but you don't want to keep doing this for them anymore. Maybe you came in in marketing, but you really feel like your passion is in finance and you'd like to flex those muscles. So that's a different kind of job search. You want to stay with your company, but you want to do a different job. And then the third one, and it's the scariest one, is I don't want to do this anymore, and I don't want to work for this company anymore. And so you're kind of kicking it all to the curb and starting from scratch. And that's that's really stepping into the abyss in a way that can be pretty yeah. scary. Yeah. Now, this may seem like a silly question, um, but with the pressures of you know being a dude, being the provider of the family, yeah. whatever the case may be, here's, here's the question. And like I said, it might seem like a silly question. Is it okay to change, right? So I've invested all this money to be a whatever. Mm-hmm. Is it okay to make a change? It is absolutely okay to make a change. I mean, you, you get to do this once, right? You get to live your life once. And you really don't want to spend that time unhappy. Think about how many of your waking hours are spent on the job. A yeah. lot of them. Most of your waking hours are spent on the job. Do you want to be unhappy? Do you want to look back 10, 20 years from now and go, shit, I was so unhappy in my 40s. Nobody wants to do that. So please, please be willing to make that change. Yeah, it's scary. There are so many things to be frightened of. You know, maybe, maybe you're going to make a choice where you make less money. That's scary. Oh my yeah. God, maybe now your partner is going to make more than you do. Ooh. Is that scary? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe for maybe. some dudes it is. You know, I think society tells us that, you know, man is breadwinner and he's the one who's supposed to make sure that the mortgage is getting paid and, you know, that you have a new car every four years. And, you know, if you change your job, that just may not be true anymore. Maybe she makes more than you do, or maybe he makes more than you do. Well, whoever your partner is, I'm not, I'm not judging here. So yeah. that's scary. And, you know, 
Maybe you've made a job change before and this one didn't work either. Wow. That can be now you're starting to feel a pattern or you're feeling like I'm a failure. I, I thought I wanted this. I went for it. That happened to me. So, I mean, I understand. Yeah, it's, it absolutely can happen. You get, you go somewhere you thought was going to be your bliss and that one doesn't work either. And now you're going to start over again. Oh man, that again is scary. (laughs) And we don't want to be there, but you know what? Again, you can't live your life unhappy. You got to do something where you feel fulfilled. And I don't get to decide for you what that is, right? Nobody, your mom, your partner, your best friend, your eight-year-old self, none of them get to tell you what makes you happy. You do. Yeah. Okay. So here I am, you know, let's just say, um, you know, mid forties, I've been working at freaking corporation X for, you know, Acme for so long. And and Mm -hmm. now um, I come to you and I go, Becky, I am so unhappy, but I'm afraid. Like what, what do we, how do we, how do we even begin? I don't know what my strengths are. I don't know what to do. I don't know what job I would like. I'm just miserable. I know that. Right. Yeah. So that's, that's when we get into, um, we, we go back to the beginning. What is it that you really like to do? What is it that, um, get you out of bed in the morning, whether it's tied to a paycheck or not. And I have, a, a, you know, a lot of questions that we can go through, even some exercises we can do. I have one for you today if you want to try it with me. Let's dive in. I'm your guinea pig. Let's do all it. All right. All right. So this is just a simple, uh, we're going to do a what would you choose? And it's an A or B each time. So you can choose this or that. And we're going to see right. what patterns emerge for you, Josh, and what um, makes you happy. So if you had to choose, would you choose um, working in a desirable location or making a lot of money? Mm, Great question. Okay. So uh, let me do kind of like a Quentin Tarantino pause or maybe, what is that? House of Cards pause where he he pauses and then talks to the audience for a second. So so guys, uh, as I'm going through this exercise, you guys do it too. All right. So take out a piece of paper and a pen, like answer these questions for yourself and then, you know, be happy to, you know, look at it together, you know, share your results with us. So pen and paper, answer these questions back to you, Becky. All right. So, great idea. Oh. Great idea. Right. So your choices again, were really desirable location or great money. Oh, uh, I would go for location. Okay. Um, would you rather have really supportive leadership or do you want to be able to make this change fast? I think every good leader is searching for a leader to follow. I would go for the leader. Okay. This feels like Jeopardy. I like it. Yeah, there we go. The okay. answer is, um, so again, do you want to be able to get out of this um, job quickly or is it more important that where you land has a good workplace culture? Uh, culture. Okay. Culture. Yeah. Any of us who've ever been someplace with a bad workplace culture? Terrible. That's a quick answer. Um, when you take this new job, would you rather have really good balance between work and life? Or would you rather end up with solid financial stability? Uh, assuming that basic needs are met. 
Right. I go for work-life balance. Okay. It used to be money, and that didn't cause a lot of happiness. Yeah. <laughs> I'll yeah, go for I, the you family. You know what? I think that's one of the things you learn. If yeah. Chasing the buck does not always make you happy. Yeah, I've got a seven-year-old, a three-year-old, and a newborn. I go for time with them, work-life yeah. balance. Yeah. Uh, your partner is very, very happy that you said that, <laughs> particularly with a, new, with a newborn. Okay. I'm standing right there with a gun to my head. <laughs> not just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so um, high earnings or work-life balance. So before we went with stable earnings, now it's high earnings or work-life balance. Mm. And there's probably a lot of me being the entrepreneur, I'm thinking of loopholes. Mm-hmm. Um, even, even if I had to, so I'm assuming the, the extreme opposites, right? Like work like, you know, like high earner, that means I'm always gone, never see my family. That's what I'm right. assuming. Right. So the answer is no to that. Work-life okay. balance. Okay. It doesn't matter how much. Would you um, rather work in a company that has a really great culture or would you rather have a job that lets you play to your strengths? Oh, play to my strengths because we could sit around and sing Kumbaya and we could have a lot of fun with people hanging around. Mm -hmm. But if you're asking me to like work on Excel spreadsheets all day, I'm going to make that culture toxic. I need to be, yeah, shoot me now. Be in, I need to, I need to focus on my strengths. Yeah. 100%. All right. Um, Living in a desirable location or once again, playing to strengths. Play to strengths. Okay. And the last one, um, your jobs function or supportive leadership. Ooh. This is going to be the supportive leadership because I believe that if you have good leaders, they're going to help shape the job function. And I might have to do a shit job for a minute, but if I have good leaders, they will. So I go, I choose leaders. All right. Sounds good. Let me tell you what you chose. I'll go back through the list of what, what you said would make up a good work culture for you. So, um, living in a good location where you have supportive leadership, which you picked twice, um, strong workplace culture, uh, good work-life balance and opportunities for you to play to your strengths. Yeah. That sounds like, uh, that sounds like a ideal. Where, where is that? Is that, podcasting? <laughs> where is that? Well, how does that fit with what you're doing right now? I love it. I love my team. I love the people that I'm working with. I love supporting. Um, on one side, I support coaches, advisors, uh-huh. influencers all day, and these are my people. Uh-huh. And then on the other side of that, I serve the men out there who reach out and they go, hey, Josh, I have a problem. And then I go find, seek the answer for them, and then I bring them in on, in the audience. So right now, I'm, I'm living it. It feels good, except all my right. boss kind of sucks. I'm my, I'm my own boss. And Are you, yeah. I'm not the best boss sometimes. Well, you know, that's true. That's the, one of the challenges of working for yourself, right, is yeah. you are your own boss. So are you the supportive leader that you need to feel happy and successful, right? Not yet. Not yet. That is a gap. I'm telling you. Yeah. So with someone who's actually ready to go look and make a change, we would do activities like that. I have others where, you know, we would like pick words from a long list and see 
what you chose and what you didn't choose and and see what we could uncover about um about who you are and what you want to do and what you're not getting from your current job that you'd like to find in the next one. So yeah. some of it is really going inside before we go outside. And then the outside is, you know, then we start looking at what's out there that does play to your strength that you hear has a good work culture, you know, those kinds of things. So, you know what I like about that, Becky, first of all, it was fun, right? Cause mm -hmm. most of the time us guys don't get to talk about ourselves because right. we're, we're hanging around with either our partners or other dudes dudes on dudes like we just don't talk we're like hey i show up and you're like josh what's your internal drive nobody asked me that crap you know like so having someone that actually asks those questions cares about the questions writing them down and helps you analyze so you can know more about yourself super helpful i liked it becky thank you yeah yeah i have found um traditionally when guys come to me for career coaching and I think all the guys I've ever coached have come to me for career coaching. Um, they're hesitant at first. I think they really can't believe that someone wants to listen to them talk about themselves and kind of do this kind of deep dive with them. But once they've experienced what it's like to have somebody who's really there just to listen and, and encourage, it's pretty powerful. Yeah. And then I can't get them to shut up. <laughs> and then you're like, all right, Josh, stop talking about your freaking self. It's so, like we hit our time boundary. <laughs> I'll talk to you next week. See you next week, Josh. Uh, so, all right. So we go through this exercise. It's kind of like understanding what I value, right? You, Because right. you told me this is, you, you like to take people through the a value exercise. Right. So then, you know, now you have an idea of what Josh at least said what I want, right? Mm-hmm. What do we go through here or have you ever had someone who just like fucking money i want to make a lot of money 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 and they just go down that line i don't care i'll you know i'll i'll, I'll sit on a needle all day for for money have you ever had those kind of people where you had to <laughs> kind of work with them on the their values a little bit to say are you sure that's going to make you happy here's some stories what are your thoughts there you know i don't know that i've ever had anybody come to me that was like all about the benjamins um i have had people that I've had to help realize that they weren't actually um, leaning into what they say they value. It's like, but you said you really want to live in a great community and spend more time with your family. And you're looking at a job that's going to move you to podunk nowhere. And you're going to work 12 hours a day looking at spreadsheets all day because it pays more. Right. Yeah. And so it's like, again, where, where's the bliss in that? Do you really want to live in Podunk? Do you, you know, I don't, I don't want to diss anybody's city, so I'm not going to mention <laughs> anything in particular, but is that where you want to go? And is that what you want to do when you get there? Is it worth it to you? Where's the, where's the return? That's really good. Yeah. So how, how do I know? So how do I know I should be considering a job change, right? So like what, what are some signs, some symptoms? And, you know, we've got about, you know, 12 minutes. Okay. How, do, how do I know I should start considering a job change or working with someone like Dr. Becky? Um, I would say uh, if you're not sleeping, I think sleep has a lot to tell you about what's going on in your life. Um, if you get up every morning with that rock in your gut, and you feel like you're dragging your ass out of bed to go to work, that 
that's yeah. But more than that, you know what, if you're, if your partner or your best friend is like, you are miserable, <laughs> you are no longer any fun to be with. There's something there and it, it may not be work, but it could be work. Right. Yeah. If you know, you, so like you go to a party and what is one of the first questions somebody asks you when you meet them for the first time? They, they go, Hey Josh, what do you do for a living? <laughs> exactly. Right. Which also gets back to why it's so scary to change jobs because there's so much about our identity that's wrapped up in that. But yeah. if you don't like telling people the answer, yeah. Well, you know, I'm an accountant at a major company and I look at spreadsheets all day. But if you're like, I get to work for this great company and I'm helping steer their financial future. Well, then maybe you love being an accountant and you should keep doing it, right? So, yeah. I mean, I just think looking at the triggers in your life and how you're choosing to respond to the things around your job. If you don't like being there, if you're looking at the clock all day, if you dread your commute, if the thought of coming back from vacation makes you feel sick, it's time to look for something else to do. I mean, there, yeah. there's bad patches in any job. Let's be real. No job is sunshine and roses, I guess, unless you work in landscaping. But um, <laughs> otherwise, you're going to have some bad patches, but, but they shouldn't all be bad patches, right? No, there should be yeah. days when you're like, yes, this yeah. was awesome. I did good stuff. That's true. So they come to you and they yeah. go, all right, so you start doing kind of like a value assessments. You start, you know, drilling down. What, what is kind of like, um, what's the next piece of advice? So you, I guess give the advice to Josh, right? So you learned a little right. bit about me, you asked some questions, you know, what, what advice would you have for Josh? So if there's someone like Josh listening in on the audience, they could go, Oh, okay. That's, you know, that's a good direction. Yeah. So I would look at the results of your values and I would ask you how close are you living those values? So if you said work-life balance was really important, are you, are you walking that talk or are you just talking it? I mean, everybody, I want more time with my family. Do you? Are you doing something about it, right? Yeah. Or, or maybe what you found is I need out of this job fast. I am really miserable here. My boss is making me just so unhappy or we're undergoing a big org change and I don't belong here anymore. And the thing that surfaced was I need, I need out of here fast. Then we would, that's where we'd focus, right? Well, are you doing anything to get out of there fast? How are you actively seeking to change your life? You know? Yeah. Are your, are your actions lining up to your beliefs? Like That's I believe exactly I want it. this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we go down that path. We'd start. If they're looking. not, you help direct it. Right. 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 So, you know, it depends on what the values are that emerge for some people. They've taken a job in administration where they only work with ideas all day long. And what emerges is that they really like working with people, you know? And so we've got to find a way to get them back closer to actual contact with people. Mm. Or maybe they are so sick of people that they really need to take a step in another direction and get into research or something where they deal with ideas all day long, you know? So, and that's okay. Right. You gotta, you gotta, okay. you gotta give yourself permission to say, um, I'm not it's happy. I, I don't want to work with people. I do want to work with people. I don't want to work with details. I do want to work, 
So whatever I am willing to commute a long way. I really want to be, you know, less than 20 minutes from home. You know, that can matter a lot. If you live in the burbs and you are unwilling to commute to the nearest city of any size, you're going to need to think really hard because your options may not be very big. Right. True. Yeah. So we probably have time for, for one more question. Um, what questions should I've been asking you uh, about, you know, your, your work, your, you know, working with, working with guys, what questions should I've asked you that I totally just missed the mark on that you could give some advice to us guys on? Um, does coaching help? Hey, Becky, does, uh, does coaching actually help? You know, I think it does. I, I think it does because sometimes what we need is someone who is interested in the results, but doesn't know you very well to be that kind of um, caring observer, looking at you and looking at what you're saying and going, did you just hear yourself? Did you just hear what you actually said about what matters to you and helping you, you know, lean into to what that, what that is. So, you know, coaching isn't about, I don't have all the answers. I always say that I'm your trail guide, right? I can't walk the path for you, but I can walk it with you. So if you want someone to walk with you for a while and help you make sure you're putting your feet in the right place or in the best place for you, I mean, maybe you want a fast but rocky path or maybe you want a smoother one. We're going to find it together and I can help. Sounds good. So for the dudes listening into this show and they're like, you know what, I'd like someone to listen. I'd like to kind of just bounce some ideas off of, you know, I'm unhappy with my career where I'm currently at. And I'd like someone to kind of walk me through that. Where can people go to, to learn more about you? So you can email me directly. Um, my email address is becky.eason, that's E-A-S-O-N, at, this is long, wellness, which is all one word, dot com. So that's becky.eason at wequestforwellness.com. And my website is also wequestforwellness.com. So you can go out, look around on my website, um, see what I have to say, read testimonials from other folks that I've coached, or you can just reach directly out to me. Um, I'll talk to you at no cost for a free first session to see where you are and, and see how we might work together and, and we'd go from there. Awesome, awesome. Dr. Becky, thanks for coming on the show and sharing. Uh, that was a fun conversation. I like, uh, I like your language. I like, I like how you approach this. Uh, very, very good for, you know, guys like me who, you know, want someone to shoot straight with us who can, right. you know, who could, who could, you know, communicate well and also, you know, challenge me. So I appreciate that. Uh, fellas listening into the show, uh, this has been an uncensored advice for men podcast. And um, what we're going to do here now is we're going to move over to uh, the live portion where we uh, do some Q&A with our audience. So guys listening into this, I hope you guys have a great day. Uh, stay tuned for the next episode. And uh, as always, reach out to our guests and say, hey, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for sharing your advice. And if what they said resonate with you, raise your hand and say, hey, I could do some help. All right. So we'll talk with you all on the next episode. See you guys.